0: You cannot say it's not possible. It's just that you don't take action. That's, that's a big difference.
1: Do you often wonder whether there's more to life than your nine to five job? Do you dream about having a life that has no boundaries, where you can decide what to do and where to do it? And does the thought of how to get that life maybe overwhelm you just a little bit? Then this is the podcast for you. Join me as I uncover how to get that freedom and live a life that needs no retirement plan. I'll be scouring the internet and chatting with people from all walks of life who are out there living life to the max instead of punching a time card. I'm Jackie Boussette, and this is Beyond Retirement. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Retirement. Today, I'm thrilled to be joined by Natasha Parmentier. She's a French vegan mom, and she left France about 10 years ago, and she's now living as a digital nomad with her base in Spain. She's uh, doing a lot of things, but the, uh, the biggest thing that uh, is kind of of interest to me since we've been talking about Airbnb for the last couple of weeks is that she's an Airbnb host. So I'm going to let uh, Natasha introduce herself and tell us a little bit
0: about uh, how she ended up doing what she's doing. Hi Natasha, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for welcoming me on this show. I'm very happy and as you said, it's nice to, to know that you're talking about Airbnb for the last weeks. Uh, Because, in fact, yes, I am a Airbnb host in Spain. I started, in fact, when I was in Germany. And when I was traveling, I would rent out my room and I could travel and it would finance my travels. Uh, Now it's much more than this. I have one property in Spain that I'm renting. And uh, for my home share, before, now I'm separated, so I'm not doing it anymore, but before. I was renting out rooms in our apartment wonderful so you
1: started very early as uh, when you were just renting out your own your own room while you left
0: Mm -hmm. yes Uh, i started i think it was eight years ago yeah i started eight years ago i was renting my rooms on airbnb and on other platforms which now are not so useful anymore uh, because airbnb now is taken (laughs) taken over the, the place and now I'm renting mostly on Airbnb. I'm also uh, part of a hosting network <laughs> uh, where, like, if someone is uh, cannot rent uh, for some of their customers, they ask if they can rent. So we have a network of hosts in Valencia where I'm hosting. So that's how I'm doing it now.
1: Oh, that's that's really interesting. So how did you? Uh What made you start doing that to rent out your room and and to start uh, hosting?
0: Mm -hmm. So when I was traveling in uh, in Germany, when I was in Germany and I was traveling uh, to other places, this was just, I was thinking, okay, why not? It will make me like earn something uh, when I'm traveling. So that's how, but to be honest, when I started, I think two years ago when I was in Spain, it was because we had problems to pay the bills. (laughs) So uh, we could not the bills we were at the end of the month, like the money was uh, short at the end of the month, even though I I always save so I was not in a like awful um, awful financial situation, but because I was saving at the beginning of the month, I didn't want to touch this. I wanted my end of the month to be still <laughs> normal. So that's how we decided to put the one of the room. we started with one room uh, to rent it and then we saw, oh, it's working quite well. So then, because I had the other flat I have, uh, we, which is in a smaller uh, village, we decided, okay, we will rent the whole flat where we are living now, because it's very close to the beach in a in a touristic city. And when it's, the whole flat is rented out, we are going to go to the village. And then uh, my sister came and she with two friends and she rented a room for three people in my city, and for the price of the three, three people bedroom, it was the same price that I was renting the whole flat. So I thought, oh, maybe then I should, I don't have to move from one place to the other, maybe it's quite complicated. I can just rent one room and transform it in a three bedroom, a three people bedroom. And that's how I did it. So now I have, well I had, because basically it's not my flat anymore, this one. And, but we were renting one single room and the three people bedroom. For even more than the whole flat, wow. and now since I'm separating, I'm going to put much more attention to the other flat, which is in the countryside, and which has been renting right now for two months while I'm in Brazil, when in fact it was renting just for three nights or four nights for Christmas time, uh, which is a good money because it was at Christmas time. And now as it's low season, usually I don't get uh, bookings. I decided to lower the price for people who wanted longer term. And I got someone with an intern and who is going to rent it for two months. So oh, for me, it's perfect. I'm in Brazil, I'm receiving the money and my neighbor, who is also her, um, his wife, is doing cleaning. Uh, so it's perfect. Just <laughs> That's fabulous.
1: That was going to be my next uh, question. You, you get started with, with Airbnb and uh, you don't have to be there, but you need to have someone that's around if you're not going to do the cleaning. And- is that something, is it difficult to organize? Obviously, not for you. You've got a neighbor who does it.
0: Uh, yeah, I think the most difficult is to find someone that you can trust, uh, who knows how to do things. So since uh, I am doing it now remote, but it hasn't been long that I'm doing it remote, It's uh, you have to learn. You have to learn things. And... Um, they have to learn as well. So you have to learn how to communicate with the person who is doing the cleaning, the check-in, the checkout for you. Um, like, what I do is that they send me a pictures after each time of the cleaning, so before the check-in. Uh, I tell them that it's for the insurance, but it's, of course, it's for the insurance, but also it's for me to check and to know how is their apartment uh, before the check-in. <laughs> and, and that way I see, ah, okay, this, I would do it differently. Of course, they are like, uh, they don't have the experience I have, so I tell them, okay, please before the check-in, change this. And bit by bit, basically, they will learn. Uh, so that's that's how how I do with them. And for me, something which is very important is to to share what I'm earning with them because I feel that they are doing like basically <laughs> they are doing a lot of part a good good part of the job because I'm there. I'm like. I receive the the inquiry. I ask them if they are available. If they are available, they can do it. And basically, I will have the money if they do the check-in and the cleaning. So some people are doing a fixed uh, salary for their mm-hmm. cleaning person and check-in. I prefer to work with a uh, with a percentage. So I work with ten percent uh, of what I am getting. They are getting, of course, with a minimum, uh, with a minimum of forty euros. So it will be fifty dollars US dollars, and for instance for this one now for these two months i got more money uh, and my ex was saying oh yeah but why you don't you give uh, so much uh, you could give less i said no it's 10 percent it's uh i prefer to be like for them to be happy especially in spain the um the income like per hour is very low salary per hour is very low so i'm happy to give them this and that's like it's uh, motivating them at, at the end. You need to motivate the people working for you. And for me, it's the same 10% is, is good anyway. I'm earning the, the, exactly. nine, the 90% so that's how I have been doing it.
1: Oh, that's wonderful. I, I think I agree with you that it's important to, uh, to keep your, the people working for you happy. I mean, mm-hmm. you can pay them less and they probably still do the work, but you know, if you can afford to do that, that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, is it difficult to get started on Airbnb on the platform? What do you need to do?
0: Uh, no, it's, it's quite simple. In fact, I wrote a whole guide that I would be happy to share as a link for your uh, listeners. Oh, and it's, uh, it's quite easy. You go on the website to list. Airbnb is honestly well done because they will ask you all the questions. It's very detailed. In fact, sometimes it can be even too detailed because you're thinking, Okay, am I like apartment or this kind of house? Like so they are very detailed in everything. But because of this, they will ask you all the questions. You will have a part where you will describe the location, describe um your your flats, you you like they tell you everything basically. So it's uh it's quite easy. The thing is now it's getting more and more trendy, or in fact, uh, it was trendy already for years now. So you might be in a location where um, there is a lot of competition. So you really have to know how to stand out. So for instance, for my uh, apartment, when I'm going ba- coming back from Brazil, I will do uh, kind of, um, I will change things in the apartment so that it's much more family friendly. And this will be my first picture because i want to differentiate myself from the other i want to attract more families i i was attracting people who like because we have a big festival music festival we okay. i was attracting such uh, like party uh, people and it's not really what i want to who i want to attract so i will do this so i would really recommend people either you 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 have to do something to stand out not just be like another hotel place or not one of the other. You really have to do something to stand out. As a vegan, you could, uh, I would also suggest you could attract the vegan niche because it's a booming niche. But try to see, okay, which niche you want to attract. Because that way it will be much easier to, to stand out and to attract people. Right. So pick
1: something that makes you, makes you different rather than lowering your price. I mean, you don't exactly. want to lower your price. Exactly
0: because people are in fact uh, lowering their prices. And this will not bring, they will uh, get like guests which will like, first they will complain. (laughs) They will leave you a bad review, even though they paid like a small, uh, very low price. And uh, they may trash your place. So uh, we all have seen over uh, like the news, what happened on Airbnb the last month. And so yeah, this is really not uh, the good solution. You will, and in fact, you. You might think, okay, I will earn more, but uh, for instance, between last year and this—well, between two years ago, like now we have changed years—between uh, 2018 and 19, I, I doubled my price, but I also doubled my revenue. Uh, wow. So it doesn't mean that if you are going to have a, like a higher price, you will have less revenue. You no, know? you will have less turnovers. So it will be easier. And
1: you will have nicer guests. So you uh, you do Airbnb, but it, is that your only source of income, or do you have other businesses that you run as well?
0: Mm-hmm. So this is my main one of my main source of income. Uh, another source source of income, which is uh, going up right now, is now I'm kind of I'm consulting people who want to do Airbnb or people who are doing Airbnb already, but who don't know how to use social media. So I have created an online course to help them um, get like more bookings from Instagram, from Facebook, from Pinterest, from Facebook ads to not spend for instance on Facebook ads money without getting bookings. So this is one thing I'm doing one-to-one with people who really want to work their marketing strategy for the Airbnb because as we said, there are more and more competition. So you really need to know how to stand out to be visible online. Otherwise, you will, it will be difficult to make money now from it. And, uh, and yeah, I invest money in different projects. Uh, that's more for long term. And uh, now I'm going to even launch uh, vegan tours, uh, adventure tours for people who are coming to Valencia. And uh, we are going to travel um, to Valencia. We are going to the countryside, to the mountains, to the river with groups of, uh, of vegan. I will launch this when I'm back in Spain.
1: Wow, so you're definitely a busy lady.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, I love doing
0: different things, but uh, especially like, all of those things don't take me so much of my time. So that's why I can do those different things. Airbnb now, basically, it's passive in a way because there is this person who is doing it for me. Uh, the right. online courses, it's taking my time because I have built a community. I have a Facebook group. But it's, at the end, it doesn't take much of my time during my day and I would do one uh, weekly live there. So basically, I, I still have time. And for the vegan uh, tours that I will organize in Spain, this is something I love doing. So basically, I will go to the outdoor. I want to uh, target families so that I can go with my daughter as well. We spend time in the outdoor, which is what I love doing like with other vegans. So basically, it's uh, it's... A job you're paid for but that you <laughs> love doing so it's uh, as if you're not working oh that's wonderful
1: mm-hmm. and it's the kind of work that you can do well other than the tours that you could do anywhere so like now while you're in brazil you you're still running things you're still looking after everything and that's the perfect way to be as far as i'm concerned
0: yeah exactly in fact that's uh, before you know like when when i was working in the normal corporate world i always thought uh, working online, being a digital nomad is only for web developer. I'm not a web developer; it will never be possible for me. Then, when I arrived in China uh, six years ago, I, um, I I went there and I I started to find I tried to find a job like normal job, and I they were too slow, and I needed some money to come in. So I beginning I began to be um, French teacher online, and that's how I started to to work online. And I was working at the beginning, I was working a lot of hours and I could raise my prices, I was working less hours. And from that moment I decided, okay, I can live wherever I want, travel whenever I want. Last year we were in Asia for three months, we were like with her, she was one. Uh, we were in Thailand in Kuala Lumpur in Cambodia. My parents came. My sister came as well to visit Cambodia together and this year we are in Brazil so basically those kind of jobs it's it's for everyone like for people who are listening to your podcast I really because that's my dream like even each time i'm I'm enjoying those places I'm thinking. How? Like, I'm sure a lot of people who are doing a normal job, a nine-to-five, think that it's not possible. As I was thinking before, like this is something that it's only for others. You have to no, you just have to think. Okay, what's your passion? What you want to do? What's your purpose in life? What's your why in your life? And you transform your passion into your work, and you can do it everywhere. You just, ha- I would say, you have to build a community, and you have to do something around your passion so according to me it's for everyone
1: (laughs) that's wonderful that that's exactly the way i think as well that there are so many things that we can do and so many things that people like to do and they just never take the step thinking that i could Mm -hmm. do that some other way it's everyone Mm -hmm. thinks well this is what i do and it's the only way to do it but just Mm -hmm. outside that little world that you've created and there's so much more out there so many ways that you can do things
0: yeah yeah and i think nowadays with like for instance your podcast a lot of youtube channels other podcasts there are so many information online to help you do it so i i really think that you cannot say it's not possible it's just that you don't take action that's, that's a big difference I think. <laughs> that's it that's it exactly I talked to someone
1: in another episode about teaching English. Um, you say you you teach French. Is there a? I know there's a huge market f- uh, worldwide for teaching English. Is it is it huge
0: for French as well? Yes, it's huge for French. I think uh, French is the second uh, language that people want to learn, uh, according I think to Duolingo uh, statistics, and yeah, it was huge. And because that's the same thing with Airbnb. If you compare. Um, there are places in Airbnb that there are a lot of competition. It's the same with English teaching. You have so many people who can teach English, so they have much more competition and basically, like they are, usually their rates, if they don't stand out, if they don't do something different, they have to put lower rates. As I was a French teacher, I started with lower rates, in fact. Uh, but I went up and up because I had a program that was very different from the others. But... Still, the competition would never be that as high as, right. high as uh, with English teaching. So for me, for me it was perfect, and there is definitely a demand. Yes.
1: Do you have your own program that you teach, or do you have uh, do you work for a company or various companies that that give you the platform?
0: Which way do you do it? Uh, so when I was teaching, now I'm basically I just have one student that I like, so I still keep with him, but uh, usually I don't teach that much. I am teaching on iTalki. So I Talk I, which is one of the most famous platforms to teach online. In comparison with other ones, probably uh, the other person in your episode talked about VIP Kids. Um, I think because this is, but this is only for in, teaching English. Here, if some people are listening to your show and they are not uh, English speaking, it can be well. They are not like native English speakers it can be for every every language. You can teach any of the languages. Uh, you, even, in fact, uh, I met someone who was taking classes online from, I think, Indonesian on this platform. So you have every every language possible. So it, uh, a lot of people are thinking, ah, oh, yeah, but I, I'm not native English. Well, you can uh, teach whatever your native language is and find people there and it's, yeah, for me it was one step. I'm taking like different steps. So this one step was uh, first step was t- uh, quitting my job. Second step was starting to work online as the teacher. Third step was t- starting with Airbnb, and now fourth step is uh, yeah. doing the online courses. So bit by bit you can you can go out of this uh, nine to five world. I think. Yeah,
1: that's wonderful.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you very much
1: for taking the time, Natasha. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah. You've given a lot of really good hints and, and direction to people who want to uh, move out of their nine-to-five. Would you have one last thing that you might uh, give them as a hint?
0: Uh, well, it's not a hint, but it's really, as I said from the other question, like, whatever you want to do is possible. So just believe in yourself. Have the like, Mindset is very important. And I always thought, ah oh, no, mindset. A lot of coaches are talking about mindset. And I was always saying, no, it's it's not the most important. That's not the secret. Well, yes, it's the secret. Uh, you you ha- you have to take action. You have to know where you want to go. Otherwise, it's like taking the car and having no direction. You want to have a direction and, but know that everything is possible if you really put yourself. You put it on the paper and you take the first steps. Uh, you can do it. And it, one hint is. It's not about perfection. It's about uh, good imperfection and action. That's what I would say. (laughs) Perfect. If someone wanted to get in touch with you, how
1: could they do that?
0: Uh, Well, I will leave my link. The best is because I'm mostly active on Facebook. The best would be on Facebook. So I will um, leave you my link for Facebook and I will give you links for what I wrote uh, the a post, how to become an Airbnb post and also how I uh, got up teaching, in, uh, teaching online. So if other people are interested in this as well. Perfect, so, that's yes. wonderful. I'll make sure that goes all in the show notes. Thank you very okay. much for being with me today. Thank you very much for inviting me. I'm so happy I can share and hopefully help other people to live their dream life.
1: And that's our show for this week. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please take a moment to go to iTunes and subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. While you're there, how about leaving a rating and a review? It only takes a minute and it'll really help the show reach more listeners. And don't forget to share the show with someone you know who might get some benefit from it. See you next week.